0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Growth on Purpose. And I'm your host, Jose Palomino, CEO of Value Prop Interactive. And today, I want to talk a little bit about the idea of growth and that growth is not just one thing, or rather, there's not just one way to describe growth. So I think of uh, clients I've worked with. That actually have grown sales, especially over the last couple of years, even uh, with uh, all the tumult in the world, they were just aligned for that. Things were going on. That was to their good fortune, no fault of their own, obviously. Uh, But they 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 actually took advantage of moments of uh, opportunity and they grew their business. But when you unpack it, we found that they grew their business often because they had one or two or three really big accounts that drove a lot of their business growth. So it wasn't that their marketing or their strategy or their positioning was improving any, it was just that they happened to be plugged into a couple of accounts that could give them more and more business as those accounts or those customers, but typically with bigger companies, actually were doing some things with positioning and marketing and so on to grow their business. And so they wrote along and that's fine. But it is a challenge when you look at it from a, a healthy business point of view. And here, I'm not just talking about the issue of customer concentration and the impact that has on, let's say, valuation. That's, that's understood, and that's, that's a topic for a different time. I'm just saying that when you look at your growth, you can't just look at the p You have to ask yourself, are we growing the number of clients or customers that we're working with? are we growing in terms of the depth of product line that our customers are buying from us? That is to say, are they just buying more volume in the same category? Or are you successfully communicating with them, leveraging those relationships so that you're actually uh, enticing them or at least getting them interested in buying some other of the things that you offer? So you really wanna look at growth in terms of unit sales, Like how many widgets you're selling of different different kinds of variety of things. If you do more than one thing, are you selling more of that different product lines? And are you adding clients? And then for those of you who want to actually experiment with other industries, maybe you don't sell exactly to just one industry like aerospace, but you sell to, you sell something that could fit, let's say any manufacturer of heavy equipment across a variety of industries. Which industries are you resonating more with? So the idea is that you don't just look at account growth, sorry, you don't just look at growth or revenue growth or business growth strictly from a P&L point of view. You also want to look at your margins. Are you growing at the expense of margins? And, and that goes in two ways. It doesn't mean that you're pricing lower to grow, but that's that could be the case that you're, you're winning more business and that's growing your top line, but at less and less profit margin. That's another dangerous thing to look for, to make sure you're not sacrificing your future to make yourself feel better in the present. But also, are you growing and at the same time growing your bottom line, or rather your expense line, so your bottom line doesn't grow? So in other words, you're growing your your revenue, but then you're also growing right alongside of it, um, your expense, your operation line. And it's going to be some of that, but you really want to have some growing gap there Uh, You know, again, unless you're aiming to be a public company and you just want to like, let's say you're selling software as a service, a cloud-based offering, and the name of the game there is just, you know, you need to have a certain number of subscribers and then you hope a PE firm takes you out. But in the more traditional lines where you're building and growing a manufacturing business, maybe you're a small OEM, you actually make a, a branded product and related services, or you offer industrial services. Uh, that uh, that are being purchased by other large companies, other industrial type companies. You offer something that they need: engineering services, painting services, whatever it is. So you really want to look at it from the point of view of, you know, what is the the nature, the quality of our growth. So a good analogy of this is uh, calories, right? Any food item you eat: a candy bar, or a fruit salad, or ice cream, or a steak, could all have 500 calories for the sake of argument, but the nature of the calories actually matters in terms of long-term health. If you consume 500 calories of pure sugar, not so good for you. Or pure protein, maybe a lot better, but maybe there needs to be some variety there. And again, I'm not taking a position, I'm the last person to talk about the healthiest possible diet, but I think it's something we can all relate to. So your, your revenue number, your p and is telling you, hey, we've had this growth. We grew 30% last year. In fact, I, I spoke to a firm recently. I said, we've grown, and it was driven by a lot of pandemic-based business, just the, the nature of where they were positioned in the marketplace. We've grown so fast that we've actually cut back on marketing. And I mean, substantially. And I said, wow, that's really interesting that you would do that. And again, maybe it was the the wisest thing that somebody could have done given their exact set of circumstances, but it struck me as a very short-sighted view because again, was that growth, the growth they were enjoying, was it coming from a diversification? Was it coming from new accounts or were they just riding the wave that they happen to have a very big customer that was placing more and more orders from them? And as a result, they were enjoying top-line growth but in reality, it wasn't necessarily making their business any stronger. And by the way, the risk there is that when you grow like that, of course, and, we, and you know, we've all seen examples of this, perhaps you've lived it, uh, that can go the other way very quickly because you're overly dependent. And again, I guess back to the customer concentration issue. You could be customer concentrated. You could be product concentrated. You could be labor intensive, meaning you need more and more people, more and more infrastructure to meet the growth perhaps uh eating into your margins your actual true profitability or you could also be uh, you know geographically li- uh, uh, limited all these things could be things that would say you're not generating the most let's call it nutritious revenue possible so what do you do about it because you say, well, gee, Jose, that's, that's great, but like I'm taking the sales and the sales are good and that's what we're in business to do. And certainly I'm not telling you to turn down the business because your biggest account wants to buy more from you. I am saying that you need to always be thinking, not under-investing, not cut back on your investment, but thinking about the activity levels that are steady state in good times and bad to expose your brand, and to create opportunities for you uh, with intentionality, what we call business growth on purpose. So you may be enjoying a business growth spurt and you can't actually say it was on purpose. You say, look, I'm just happy it happened and I'm taking advantage of it. And we do good work, we deserve it. No argument there. But by having intentionality and you say, well, we know we need to speak to this number of prospects across these other industries. Or well, we need to make sure all of our customers, uh, we, we touch them at least three times a year, or four times a year with offers of ancillary or additional services or products we could sell them. And we want our sales team, whether you have one person selling for you or, or 17 people selling for you or 170 people selling for you, that you have some targets on certain product lines that really support your margin that you are intentionally going after seeking those opportunities. So the the moral of the story is that if you're growing and you've enjoyed, you know, 30% growth year over year in the last year, God bless you. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. So just take a beat, uh, clap for yourself. Everybody applaud. Everybody high fives all around. Great. 30% growth year over year. Fantastic. Then take a look and say, okay, let's understand where that growth came from. Let's understand if the muscle of the business is going, is working the right way to continue generating that kind of growth, or were we just in a, the right place at the right time? And again, no apologies there. You should be happy for that. You put yourself in that situation. But if you put yourself in that situation, and ask yourself, can we do this again? Is this uh, something we could replicate? That's the issue. Sustainable, profitable growth only happens if you're doing it on purpose. Otherwise, you're always subject to the whims of your best customer, the whims of the marketplace at large, and you can never quite explain why good things happened. And if you can't explain why good things happen, you will not be in a position to prevent bad things from happening. So make sure you're not just riding the roller coaster, but you actually have some real sense of what you can do. And again, I acknowledge completely, we cannot control the weather. There are things that happen in every market, every economy that is just beyond your ability to control. Nobody can. It's just the, the economies are too vast, too complex. But you do your part, by understanding where the growth came from, really getting into the internals, where your your revenue comes from, your profitability comes from, where your cost structure comes from. The more you understand that, the more you're able to make some investments to actually drive. Investments, by the way, I don't mean just spend a ton of money on like a marketing agency or something. I just mean it could be investment of time, of effort, of focus. You say, well, it seems like we're getting some traction in this industry. Uh, We didn't think we were gonna do anything with uh, medical supplies, but it seems like that's a real opportunity for us based on these recent wins. How are you gonna experiment with that? How are you going to dig into that? Those are the questions you have to ponder. So that when you look at your growth and you say, we grew 30% year over year and here's why, then you know you have greater confidence, you can have greater confidence that you could do that again and again And again, and if market circumstances contributed to that growth and they change, you can adapt because it's all intentional. It's all business growth on purpose. So on that note, just wish you the best and, you know, be intentional with your growth. And until next time, Jose Palomino signing off. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Growth on Purpose. If you like the show, hit subscribe and leave us a review to help other people find the podcast. And if you're ready to take the next step in driving intentional growth for your business, come check out what we're doing at valueprop.com. We've developed industry-leading programs and systems to help B2B owners take control of their growth. Until then, thanks for listening to another episode of Business Growth on Purpose.